What's up? I'm Joey, and this is the Owning It Podcast. After years of wearing a suit and tie, he said, I've had enough of the litigating lie. And so he struck out on his own. He's a lawyer and a speaker and a business coach. This is Owning It with Joey C. Trademarks, copyrights, What is up, friends? So in this shorter episode, I wanted to really just speak to the fact that this is the beginning of a new year. And you might be wondering, man, what do I focus on legally this year? Because if you're like most business owners, the legal side is one of those parts of the business where it always feels like there's something that you should be doing. And if you feel that way, well, I think that you're on to something. I think that you're right. I think that as your business grows and shifts and pivots and deals with struggles, it's never a bad thing to go back to revisiting what you might want to do in terms of adding some legal layers of protection to your business. So as normal, I just want to make a quick episode for you to go over just some four things that I think that you should do this year. Let me start off, though, by saying that I'm seeing a lot of business owners right now, business coaches, experts, telling people, telling entrepreneurs, you need to do this to grow and scale your business. And you need to do this if you want to succeed in 2021. I just wanted to start out with a disclaimer here that you don't need to do any of the things that I tell you on this legal to-do list. Yes, I think it's probably a best practice, but number one, I'm not your attorney. So depending on your situation, an attorney who's representing you, who knows more of the facts of your situation might tell you different, but also there are just a lot of different ways to success. What I'm going for here are just some common denominator things that I think are going to be most helpful to most of my audience. So let's get started. Again, four things here. Number one, if you haven't yet done it, I encourage you to think about trademarks this year. And the truth is, if you're not a brand, you're a commodity. And so I want you to think about something in your business, if you haven't yet registered any trademarks, something in your business that makes you a brand, not a commodity, that separates you from your competition. You all know that I love trademarks, but but it's for good reason. You see, I've learned after working with thousands of entrepreneurs that brand problems that stem from trademark issues are the most likely risk that online business owners are facing these days. So see if you can pinpoint and discover that one element of your brand. Maybe it's your business name or a slogan or a logo or the name of a podcast or the name of a course. Out of all of those different brand elements, what's the one thing that you would hate losing? You would hate being told that somebody else actually started using it and owns it before you do. Or that because someone maybe saw your success or didn't even know about your success, they went ahead and filed for a trademark for the same name or something similar. So now you have to change it. These trademark battles are really difficult to fight. It usually costs well over $200,000 to fight a trademark dispute in the courts. I don't know about you, but I don't have time for that. So that's thing number one. Identify and secure one trademark this year if you haven't yet. Thing number two is get yourself an LLC. 
Now, I know a lot of my listeners might have already taken this step. This is more of a legal step that business owners tend to take relatively quickly. But depending on your business, depending on what you see as the risk level or what you've been told by people on Facebook groups or by lawyers who might not understand what you do, you might still be a sole proprietor. Look, forming an LLC is never a necessary step, but I believe that getting that personal asset protection is so important, and that's what a limited liability company gives you. It shields your personal assets, so if anything bad happens, well, at least no one can take your house or your car. And so that's the legal reason for getting an LLC, but really there's more to it than that. You see, until you form an LLC or something like a corporation, but LLCs are easier, until you form an LLC, you literally are your business. And if you really want to grow this year, if you really want your business to grow, then you need to understand that there is got to be some space between you and your sense of self-worth and how good or bad the business is doing. And that separation is really hard to have when legally and technically, you and your business are the same thing. And for a lot of business owners, that step to getting an LLC is not really a matter of if, but when. A lot of entrepreneurs think, oh, I'll get the LLC when I think I need it more, when I think that it's going to be more risky that someone might actually go out and sue me. Well, let me just tell you that the longer you wait to form an LLC, usually the more complicated it is to make that shift. For example, after you form the LLC, you have to change all of your contracts, your paperwork, your things that are on file with like the trademark office saying that the company is no longer a sole proprietor, but an LLC. There might have to be some complicated paperwork involved to transfer rights from the sole proprietor to the LLC. The quicker you rip that bandaid off, the better. All right, so number two is LLC. Number three is a certain kind of contract. Gang, if there's one thing that I've learned in my years in business is that delegation is key to growing your business. And one of the best, most efficient, and easy ways to start delegating is to hire a virtual assistant. And when I say virtual assistant, I really do mean like somebody overseas. You can go to onlinejobs.ph. That's where I find rock star assistants in the Philippines. And they do amazing, amazing work. So that's step number three is to get yourself a virtual assistant, which yes, includes a contract. If you don't already have a virtual assistant contract in place, well, reach out to me. My my firm and I might be able to help you get that. And again, ideally, you'll have that LLC form before you bring on that virtual assistant so that that contract that you're signing is with the LLC, not with you personally. And by the way, just know that I plan on talking about virtual assistants quite a bit this year because I think that they are a pretty overlooked area of this legal-ish stuff that can be so, so helpful to business owners. All right, so you're building that VA team if you don't yet have that. And then fourth and finally, and I want you to listen carefully to what I say here. I want you to examine and decide whether or not any of your copyrighted work is worth registering. Let me say that again. I want you to decide whether or not to register any of your copyrighted works this year. Yes, I'm talking about copyrights here. 
Now, usually on this show, you hear me talk about registering trademarks because I think that's so important and it's relatively easier to do in terms of your brand doesn't change over time. Your business name is your business name. Protecting your content is a little bit tougher to do, not because the filing's more difficult, but just because you have a lot of content. And ideally, you're waiting to protect that content until it's finished and in more of a fixed form. So for example, if you've created a course and the videos are all done in there, like it's a pretty done course that you don't plan on changing or tweaking in the future, well, then that might be a good thing to register as a copyrighted work this year so that if anybody blatantly copies your course, well, you're prepared to defend yourself. You can do the same thing with maybe a book that you write or a podcast that you own. Once we open this can of worms, there's a lot of copyrighted works that are on your business's plate. And it can be really overwhelming to try and pick which one you want to protect or really if any of them are worthy of protecting. And I'll just be transparent with you guys. Right now, my firm, my brand, we have not yet registered any of our copyrighted works with the copyright.gov office. We've done that just because so much of our content is still moving very quickly. We don't have a lot of fixed things that are totally done. Maybe in the future, we'll register something like this podcast or a course that's totally finished. But I wanna highlight something here, which is that copyrighted works, when you get them protected, they protect that content in a very fixed, tangible way. What you're protecting there are the actual words, photos, audio, specifically that you used. You're not protecting the underlying idea or concept when it comes to copyrights. I'm going a little deeper here because so often in this online business world, people want to protect their content. They want to be able to protect themselves from copycats. And for a lot of business owners, what they perceive that to mean is that, oh, I want to protect my ideas and my concepts from others stealing it. And the truth is that you could register all of your copyrighted works right now. It would be tough and overwhelming to do, but you could do it. And if someone saw what you were doing, they were inspired by your work and they put their own spin on their version of concepts that are inside a course or podcast of yours, well, whether or not that's copyright infringement becomes gray and it becomes difficult to try and enforce your rights. Because of all that, that's why I really put copyrights as, as the fourth and final of these to-do lists. And it's not as heavily recommended of a checkbox to check off as the other three are. Really what I'm saying here is I give you permission to take a close look at this copyrighted stuff and to say, you know what, I'm going to decide and commit that this year, I'm just not going to pursue any copyright registrations. And I'll maybe revisit that next year. All right, so those were the four things. Let me do a quick recap. Number one, pick out one part of your brand that you want to get registered as a trademark this year if you haven't yet gotten a trademark for your business. Number two, get yourself an LLC. Number three, bring on your first virtual assistant if you haven't yet and take a look at your contracts, your agreements, your onboarding stuff to make sure that you've got good systems and processes in place and people know what their responsibilities and commitments are when they're joining your team. And then fourth and finally, just decide whether or not you want to pursue any copyright registrations this year. And if you say, heck no, that's totally okay with me. All right, gang, that's all from me this time. Have an amazing 2021. I'll see you next week. 
All right, has this episode motivated you to take some action on the legal side? Well, good, here's a great next step for you. I've put together a free legal training that people have legit been raving about. I just got a DM telling me that this was the best legal presentation they've ever seen. Yes, you heard that right. Best legal presentation ever. Okay, maybe that's a pretty low bar, but hey, I'll take it. And another person told me that they've never really had a lawyer who they trusted to recommend to their business friends. But after watching this training, now they know that I'm their go-to guy. So if you're ready to stop being overwhelmed by all the legal stuff, you are going to freaking love this training. Check it out at joeyc.vitali.com slash trademark, or just click on the link in the show notes. This is owning it. Thanks for listening to Owning It with me, Joey C. Vitale. If you like the show and want to know more, check out joeycvitale.com. And I'm all about spreading those golden legal nuggets. So leave a review and let me know which golden nuggets you picked up from this episode. All right, see you next time. If you want to-